Okay, all right. So uh, we'll start the session. Uh, good evening, everyone. My name is Vikas Agrawal, and I'm the founder and CEO of AIF and PMS Experts India. So at AIF and PMS Experts India, we keep organizing these knowledge-based sessions. Uh, I'm sure some of you might be attending it for uh, quite some time. So our basically the agenda uh, or, or the objective is to reach out to as many people as we can and educate them more about alternate investment funds and portfolio management services. And unfortunately, particularly in India, if you look at this industry is highly scattered. So we thought of building up uh, the digital platform. So this is our attempt to build an online digital platform where clients like you can come in, uh, share your experience, uh, learn from uh, you know learnings and wisdom of high quality portfolio managers. So the whole idea of building up this platform is to to kind of one, educate and empower the investors, uh, community as a whole, A, and B is in case uh, anybody wish to invest in a particular strategy, we help them from uh, right from, you know, advising to the to the uh, end of the curve in terms of helping them to execute the transaction as well. So today we have uh, Mr. Nishit Shah, we've invited him from Philip Capital. Uh, they are into portfolio management services and Nishit heads the team, PMS team. So he is the head of equities as well as fund manager at Nishit uh, at uh, Philip Capital. And Nishit brings about almost uh, two decades of experience. So he's particularly has been investing for over 15 years now uh, in the Indian equity markets. He's triple graduate. He's, he's done specialization in finance. He's worked with some of the large organizations like Motila Loswal as well. And he's on the both the sides. So he's on the buy side. He's, he have, have had an experience of, uh, of buying investments. And he's also on the other side of the selling the stocks. by, by his, He was backed up by good quality research. So he's, he had an exposure of dealing with institutional client as well in his previous organization. Sure. So we thought of inviting him. So today we have uh, uh, another 30 minutes to go. So today we'll dwell upon, you know, his uh, way of investing. How does he select the stocks? We'll try and understand more from him where the markets are headed. I'm sure all of you are curious to know the outlook of equity markets. So we would request Nishit to share the house view as well. But before that, you know, the agenda, the topic of the today is to talk about Sharia portfolio. So I uh, I got a lot of requests from uh, uh, some of the clients and they wanted to know more about uh, Sharia PMS and how does the compliance play, you know, works out and how do you screen the stocks, etc. So we thought uh, Nishit would be the right person to invite and, you know, he would be the right person to answer all these questions. So uh, firstly, uh, let me welcome you officially on the show of Ask the Expert Nishit. Sure. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Vikas. Yeah, I'm looking forward. And of course, you guys have been doing a great job. I've been following your journey since now, almost uh, two years since your launch, uh, AIF and PMS. Yeah? It's, it's a great job that you have been doing yeah? and educating and empowering the investors. That, that, that's very essential in today's world. So that, congratulations for that. Vikas. Thank you. Thank you, Nishit. It would have not been possible without the kind support from fund managers like you. So basically, the format of the show is very simple, Nishit. Let me okay. just take a minute quickly to explain and then we'll move forward. Uh, uh, so basically the Ask the Experts show, as the name suggests, we invite domain experts like you, you know, and we try and read your mind. We try and know what's happening around the economy. How does the investor take the advantage and be cautious if at all he has to be cautious about market valuations. And at the same time, we try and read your framework as well. Uh, so that becomes a uh, very, very essential part. 
and uh, i believe that um, i'm 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 you know overwhelmed with the kind of support and encouragement that we are getting from investors uh, all around the world so we've got more than 6500 investors who are now there on the platform and accessing our website called www.aipms.com oh that's that's a great number yeah yeah so i take this opportunity to thank all of them uh, through this platform uh so firstly thank you so much for accepting our request nishit and agreeing to come on the show certainly sure sure yeah. thanks thanks a lot to vikas yeah. okay so vikas how do you want uh, me to take you want me to make a presentation or you want it to be in a q and a session kind of a thing uh yeah so what we'll do is i have few two or three questions and thereafter then we can run the slides and uh, perfect yeah. that, that would be so, great so can you throw some more lights on what is this sharia portfolio and okay. how does it work nishit okay so see the entire idea of a philip ethical india portfolio came in because we have an office in dubai as well okay and uh, yeah there's a very large muslim community based out there who wanted to invest into indian equity markets but did not have the wherewithal yeah so there there was always this latent demand yeah so latent demand is what you know that that people want something but there is no product or service available for that yeah so the entire idea about the sharia compliant portfolio uh, was born out of that okay so basically what does a sharia compliant portfolio say okay see all of us know okay that uh, according to sharia rules you can't invest into alcohol you can't invest into tobacco but what it is a very large it is a, it is a kind of a completely different subject in itself kind of thing okay so what we try to do out here under this portfolio is we try to invest into uh, stocks which are sharia compliant so what we tell clients yeah of course again uh, sh- uh, sharia compliant portfolio would again entail many things because okay so it is not only get that investing into stocks okay there is a concept called as purging there is other many other concepts okay but we are not get- getting into all those things yeah so what at least we are assuring our clients is that we would be investing into stocks which are sharia compliant okay? yeah and how we do it yeah see again i am no expert on muslim laws so what we have done out here is we have tied up with world renowned sharia scholars yeah who are expert on that their domain knowledge so they provide us a uh, universe of sharia compliant stocks and then based on our stock picking abilities we select the right kind of stocks from them okay so it is like mapping of perfect yeah so they they get in the domain expert of sharia uh, scholars okay and then based on our fund management capability we pick up the right stocks from them yeah so you are saying that you basically get the universe which is well identified and researched by well identified by them but research yeah. done is at your level is that what you are trying of course yeah okay. yeah that that is what we do but yeah, see, because as i just to give you an example okay maruti is not a sharia compliant stock why because for maruti the interest earned is about 3% of the total income okay so what does the sharia law also says that any interest income is haram income okay and that if it is above a certain level then it does not fall into the sharia perspective okay so that is why maruti is not a sharia compliant stock okay now ultratech is also not a sharia compliant stock yeah again you would be surprised why okay ultratech is not a sharia compliant stock because it's paying a lot of interest on its debt yeah though the business is sharia compliant the cement business that or the auto business that maruti is there that is sharia compliant yeah but 
yes okay. i i i guess because we lost you in between okay okay yeah. yeah so you were mentioning about that this interest income particularly uh, they yeah. according to the sharia compliance they are saying that beyond a percentage which i was not aware this is for the first time i am i am getting to know sure. that you told me so beyond yeah. certain percentage it is considered to be a haram income sort of thing is that yeah yeah okay 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 so you get a so list and then basis that you pick up the and do your own filtration and then invest on it oh uh, yeah sure so, so of course in my in my slides i will also talk about uh, what is that filtration process so my last question and then we can run the uh, uh, presentation sure so do you customize the portfolio basis the requirement of the clients uh, for sharia or it is a model portfolio that you follow okay yeah so that is again something very unique only to philip capital pms be it a ethical india portfolio or be it a signature india portfolio what we try to do we try to customize portfolio for each of our clients okay so it is not only only pertaining to ethical india portfolio yeah but it runs across all our and that is also something which i will cover in my slides and of course if there is a large ticket size client then maybe we can do a lot much customization as well sure so we can uh, run the presentation where if you can sure. take us through your investment philosophy that would be a great sure yeah okay so these are the uh, points that we talk about and of course uh, the uh, the first point i'll try to quickly run it through you because i'm i know you guys are more interested in our investment philosophy about learning about uh, ethical india portfolio and then finally of course about the markets yeah so we, we'll try to uh, spend more time on it of course we we'll, uh, we are would be more than happy to take question and answers at the end kind of thing. so just to give you a background about philip capital yeah so uh, sometimes i am also surprised that not many people know us much here in india but that way we are a 40 year old company yeah we are spread across 15 countries globally right from us to australia we headquartered out of singapore yeah that is and then that region we are like huge yeah we are either number one number two or number three yeah we are there in singapore malaysia thailand cambodia we are a bank thailand we are an insurance company hong kong china yeah and we are, of course we have got presence in europe so we are there across 15 countries here in india also actually we are been there for now for almost 20 25 years plus but we are more on the institutional side of the business and hni side of the business yeah and that is why since we are not much on the retail side of the business um, unlike most of my competitors that is why maybe most of our uh, guys would not have heard about us but here also in india we are quite well known you name any large institution fi hedge fund all domestic fund houses right from the mutual funds insurance company all of the pms providers aif all of them would be our clients the second set of clients of course we do business out here is hni again in hni right from the largest of the hni clients to many discrete hni clients like you guys they would be our clients so here in india also of course we are very large we have a very large research team of around 25 member plus research yeah globally we manage 45 billion dollars under asset and custody yeah so because that that's the number yeah 45 billion dollars under asset and yeah, custody yeah. and of course our shareholder fund is in also excess of 1.5 billion dollars so this is a pms team yeah so vineet and raj of course they are a well known name here yeah, vineet patnagar has been uh, heading uh, philip capital since now almost 25 years since its inception out here in india rajendra bhamani yeah he is also the joint md he has been there since the start yeah so see why the senior management is also part of the investment committee 
See, today the minimum ticket size that we are talking about in PMS is 50 lakhs. Average ticket size is 1 crore, 2 crores. Yeah? So it's a serious business. When you're managing someone else's money, yeah, you have to show that seriousness. And that is why our senior management is also quite there kind of thing. Today, we are not talking about sums of 500,000 rupees, 5,000 lottery ka ticket. Liya, laga to laga, nahi to nahi laga. This is hard-earned money of the investors and that is why a lot of thought process goes into all our strategies how we pick our stocks and in our investment philosophy why yeah so why philip capital pms yeah so this is one question i we keep getting yeah why we should not invest with one of the larger uh, pms provider why not invest with one of the more popular fund managers yeah so what what we had decided when we launched a PMS almost now five and a half, six years back, that we'll always be a boutique service provider when it comes to PMS. Yeah. So, of course, we work under the larger umbrella of Philip Capital. Yeah. So, we are not a small uh, fund manager who has quit his job on the mutual fund side or something and he has started his PMS. Yeah. Or maybe someone else. Yeah. So, there's a lot of cost attached to it. So, that way we are attached to a very large global brand. But at the same time, we run more of a boutique kind of a service provider. Yeah, so we can be very kind of nimble. Yeah, and that and that is what the thought process is. We are not here behind AUM growth and all those things. Yeah, we, what we want to provide is we want to provide consistent returns to the clients, and we want to grow along with the clients. Yeah, so that is the first thing that comes. Okay, the second thing is access to global research. Yeah, as I was telling you guys, yeah, that we are present across fifteen countries globally. Yeah, so. Here in India, of course, we have close to around 20 plus research analysts. Globally, of course, we have I've got more of my colleagues. Now, how do they help me? Yeah, just to give you an example, yeah. Two, three years back, a lot of specialty chemical companies were getting shut down in China, yeah, because of the pollution reason and all those things. So my analysts could travel to China to understand what kind of companies are getting shut down, who will benefit, yeah. And that that is how what yeah otherwise so any name with a chemical company or in india was flying off okay but when you do this deep dive kind of a research that is the time you come to know yeah and the third thing is differentiated products yeah? so what we get to the clients is all differentiated products okay so in total yeah we have got six products okay so the first two products are standard products which most of our competition would be also having it. The first one is Philip Signature India Portfolio, which is a multi-cap portfolio. Yeah. The second one is Philip Emerging India Portfolio, which is a, a mid and small cap portfolio. Yeah. So these are standard portfolios. But if you look at our returns, we would be up there or maybe much better than most of our competition is. The rest four products are completely different. The first one, of course, the out of that, the differentiated product is Ethical India Portfolio, which is a Sharia compliant portfolio. Then we run a portfolio. Uh, fund of fund kind of a portfolio wherein instead of investing into stocks we invest into mutual funds then we have got a multi-asset portfolio then also we have got a completely customized portfolio so what we have got the entire basket yeah bouquet of products so it is not that our client product what is the need of the client is what we want to give it to the client so that is what uh, differentiates us okay this is another thing, yeah. So, because maybe you also pointed out, so we don't follow model portfolio concept. A client who has come in two years back and a client who's entering today, 
the portfolios would be completely different. Yeah, of course, there would be few stocks wherein we are more confident about which we would like to have. Or maybe once we realign the portfolios, that time the portfolios might look uh, similar. But we, what we do, a client comes in today, yeah, we look at the market condition. We will look at the valuation. We look at the valuation of the stocks that we want to buy. Yeah, and then we create a portfolio kind of thing. It is not that our client can do model portfolio so let's buy the same thing for no we don't do that the second thing is and which is a little bit debatable is we make staggered investments we don't invest everything on day one itself okay so that is again something very unique yeah? some people might say or oh, you are trying to time the markets by sitting on cash no we are not trying to time the markets no one can time the markets especially we at Philip capital can't time the market but the thought process is what is the rush to invest everything on day one itself yeah See, of course, I've worked with large PMS providers. I know that out there it is all, everything is about scalability. Model portfolio, hai, client aya, pehla din sab invest kar and then you forget the clients. Okay. Here we don't do that. Yeah. We will take our time to build the portfolio. Yeah. We'll take our time to construct the portfolio. Yeah. So that is all. The third thing is strict discipline. Yeah. So though we have a long-term investment philosophy, we do a lot of research. Yeah. But if we feel if we have gone wrong, we'll immediately sell off the stocks. Yeah? So strict discipline is in place. The fourth pillar that how we are different from everyone is there's a constant handholding from the fund management team as well. Yeah. So what there's of course the relationship manager attached to every client. But I as a fund manager would have spoken to all my clients once before they were entered. And after that, also once in two, two or two or three months, we will be in constant touch with the clients. Yeah? So what we again, the thought process out here is that maybe we are good at fund management, but this market is also about client expectation management. Yeah. And because that is where you guys also play a very important role. When markets are high, clients want to invest more. When markets are low, they want to redeem. Yeah. So that is why we also come in. We are also in constant touch with the partners and clients. Yeah. So now let's come to our investment philosophy. So to put our investment philosophy into two simple sentences, is hold on to your winners for longest possible period of time, sell your losers immediately. Of course, we do There's a clear no-go areas. We don't invest into PSUs, no cyclical businesses, yeah, no uh, airlines, no hotels, uh, no bad managements, no high debt companies. And again, this is our investment philosophy. I know that right now there's a very big debate going in the market about GARP and BAP, yeah. And what we feel that there are thousand ways to make money in this market. Yeah? And each one of them would have a different strategy. I'm not here to say, oh, their strategy is good or bad. What we are looking at, we are looking at investing into good quality stocks at reasonable valuation. Again, I know that when you're looking at good quality stocks, you have to pay a higher valuation. And we are fine with that. Yeah. So if you have need to put us in the basket, yeah, then maybe we are more quality oriented as well. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, we, we follow a strict PE kind of an investment approach. Invest for us, management quality plays a very important role. Earnings and growth facility is the second thing. And then comes the valuation. Valuation-wise, as I was telling you, we are a little bit kind of agnostic. Of course, it's important. But since we know that we are very stringent on the first two parameters, valuation-wise, we need to pay a little bit higher. Yeah, so that's why. Yeah. The second thing is, of course, you have invested. Now what? Yeah. You also need to keep nurturing them. Yeah. What was good yesterday, is it still good today? Say, suppose we had invested in GMM for like 700 rupees. Yeah. 
we are fortunate that we sold off around more than 50 to 60% of our quantity at around 5,000 to 6,000 plus. Okay. So, of course, we made a lot of money. Yeah. But what you also need to, why we sold off? Yeah. Because we thought that somehow we have made a lot of money. The few things that we are not happy about. Yeah. So, let's sell off kind of thing. Yeah. So, you also need to constantly monitor. And then, of course, it's divest. Yeah. When to sell, when not to sell kind of a thing. Yeah. So, of course, there are a few stocks we have been holding on for the last more than six years, seven years as well. Yeah. So why long term approach? Yeah. So this two slides, I, I like them a lot kind of thing. I guess one of the slides is missing, but let me uh, tell you, okay, let's take an example of HDFC bank. Last 10 years, the stock has fallen more than 20% five times. Yeah? Guys, five times it has corrected more than 20%. In fact, when HDFC bank falls down by 20%, other stocks generally fall down by more than 20%, 30, 40, 50%. In fact, in 2008, the stock had fallen down by 56%. But despite that, and I'm mean, repeating it, despite that, if you had just held on to HDFC Bank for the last 10 years, you would have made 600% returns. Yeah? But now, why not only long-term approach? That is more important, guys. Yeah. So let's take an example of Punj Lloyd. Yeah? It was supposed to be the next big LNT. Of course, it had a big rally of 400, 500%. But today, that stock is down 97%. So that is why you need to constantly keep monitoring your portfolio. It's very important. yeah, Guys, right now, of course, markets have been doing more well. In fact, bad stocks have been doing much better than the good stocks. But it is constantly you need to identify. yeah. Of course, if you have got into a bad stock, made your money, but please sell off. yeah. And how do you monitor that? Quarterly numbers, results, yeah, news flows whatever is there and there were enough signs i'm not saying that reliance communication that we sold off at 800 rupees yeah but there were enough signs that 500 rupees 400 rupees 100 rupees yeah but today that 100 rupees would have been much better than what one or two rupees that it is right now yeah so now let's talk about our philip ethical india portfolio yeah so the objective is very clear that we want to invest into sharia compliant portfolio it's going to be a multi-cap portfolio wherein we invest into large cap mid cap small cap around 20 carefully chosen names yeah that is what where we invest again i know there is a very big debate in the market that what is the concentrated portfolio why one should invest in a concentrated portfolio and there is of course there is a different debate that it should be very broad based yeah we feel that 20 uh, stocks around 18 to 22 stocks is a well diversified portfolio yeah and that is what we would be investing to around 18 to 22 names in our portfolio of course we started this portfolio in december 2017 almost at the peak of the mid cap uh, small cap bull cycle of the last cycle yeah and since then we have been constantly been doing well in this portfolio yeah the of course many of the names have helped us like gmm fordlers honeywell automations of the of the world kind of thing despite not having banking this portfolio has done quite well for us so the methodology is quite simple. As I told you, we have tied up with world-renowned Sharia scholars who give us a universe of Sharia compliant stocks. But for them, how do they screen? Yeah. So for them, the first thing that comes is business and industry screening parameters. Okay. So if a stock is in under BFSI, if it is stock is under alcohol, tobacco, it immediately goes off. Yeah. If a stock is into it's related to do anything with pork or something, of course, that stock goes up. The second thing that comes into uh, picture is financial screening. As I was telling you, why Maruti or Ultratech is not a Sharia compliant portfolio? Because they and we both of us screen the balance sheet and PL for interest income and all those things. Yeah. And then comes purging of impure interest income. Yeah. So that is the third parameters that one looks at. Okay. 
now this is the investment uh, process that we look at yeah of course there are 5000 listed stocks share scholars providers uh, list of around close around 1000 share compliance stocks again you guys would be surprised there are more than 1000 share compliance stocks in yeah India. yeah then we shortlist around 50 based on our proprietary filters based on our universe and then we select uh, invest into around 18 to 20 stocks yeah so what if you see yeah guys the portfolio construct works at multiple levels yeah so it is not only at one level but it works at multiple levels kind of a thing yeah so it is not only okay so stop yeah and kind of thing research okay then this is, of course, how we uh, do our research. Okay, there's quantitative screening, there's research, and then there is portfolio uh, stage. Yeah. Okay. So now let's. Yeah. So many people say, "Are I am not a Muslim? Why should I invest into a Sharia compliance stock?" Okay. So this is again very important. Yeah. And here, and I have not taken data of my portfolio. Of course, my portfolios would have done better. Here, then say, suppose there's Nifty 500 index and there's Nifty 500 Sharia index. Now look at the return since 2013. Sharia index on a consistent basis has outperformed Nifty 500. Yeah. So that is where it is. So it is not only, of course, the main objective of this portfolio is maybe Muslim clients who want to invest into equity, but want to do it in the uh, right kind of a way. Yeah. Then there's this. Yeah. But this is also meant for guys who's looking for pure returns. Yeah. Because index itself has done better than your normal index. Even if you look at the Nifty 50 and Nifty 50 Sharia index, again, the Sharia index has done much better. Yeah. So, yeah. So, because um, guys who have been attending it, yeah. So many, and that is why sometimes what one, of course, Muslim communities themselves, they, they are not very open about investments into equity markets. And the other people who think are a Sharia compliant, so it is for Muslims. So, they don't. So, we don't get much audience. Yeah. But it's a very good product. Yeah just by investing into normal uh, index you're making much better than your nifty 50 or nifty 500 as well yeah so that is that is the crucial part that i wanted to highlight yeah and of course as i told you there's a latent demand but yeah but maybe somewhere down the line we'll find the right audience yeah the audiences might uh, the muslim audience also might catch up to a big kind of investment of course there are a couple of ethical uh, sharia compliant mutual fund uh, schemes as well but which have not been doing that well so that is why we launched our portfolio and we feel there is a big demand and it can do well yeah we might feel we might not be able to garner a lot of AUM, but this this is where i feel a lot of and in india not only in middle east yeah there's so much of demand out maybe in andhra pradesh yeah kerala uh, west bengal side there's a lot of and those guys have the money they have they don't invest into FDs as well. Yeah, again, because for them, interest income is haram income. Yeah, so their money sits idle. So, in fact, uh, Sharia laws, in fact, says that equity is the best investment option. Yeah, so I, I would strongly push to this video. Of course, who have been attending once it is on YouTube, guys, please do do invest. This is the best way that rather than making your money set idle, this is a good way to invest. Yeah. So yeah, so this uh, this is the way maybe you can get started, yeah. And of course, if there are any uh, queries, you can get in touch with us. There's always Vikas, you can get in touch with you. So I try to keep the presentation swift uh, and uh, short, so we yeah. can have some uh, time. Maybe Vikas, you can take up some questions, and I would be more than happy. And then yeah. of course, we can go on to the markets as well. Yeah, I guess that is also very important. Yeah, certainly. So if in case you have any question, um, audience, please feel free to type in the question in. Q&A box. 
in the meantime so i if you can turn off this uh, presentation uh, nishit yeah yeah all right okay so the first thing that i wanted to know so this is a, a kind of multi cap is it the sharia portfolio yeah it's a multi cap portfolio okay so we invest around close around 50 to 60% is in large cap and another 40 to 50% is into mid and small cap so why is it called ethical fund so any yeah. any logic behind it so see uh, as per the regulation what we understand you can't call it a sharia compliant portfolio yeah so that is why if you go on the mutual fund space as well both the funds are called as ethical yeah they are, they are called as ethical portfolio yeah see of course the objective is to it is sharia compliant portfolio yeah but i i guess we can't name it as sharia and that is why we have given it as an ethical portfolio yeah, yeah. so when they are creating a universe uh, nishit i am sure uh, some of the stocks would go out every year some of the stocks would come in so can yeah. you how do you keep a track on that and can you give some example where you had to yeah. even if you like the stock you might have to sell the stock sure yeah so see what happens one of course as you rightly said there are stocks which come in and come go out maybe on a regular basis but before selecting any stock we see that for last 12 quarters the stock should be a consistently a sharia compliant stock okay so that is one very important parameter for us okay then the second thing is the few clients yeah so it also depends upon clients and as i told you one of the uh, main points uh, of usb of us is we are in constant touch with the clients as well okay so some clients are little bit liberal yeah so suppose something like a maruti okay we had invested into that stock in 2017 and that stock went out it, it was not no longer a sharia compliant stock in 2018 okay now it was because its interest income had gone up to 3 and a half to 4% okay which was the above the hurdle of 3% okay so then of course we get in touch base with the clients yeah that this is the reason that it has got out of the sharia list okay so of course few clients have told us yeah that you blindly follow the sharia scholars whatever they say sharia is not sharia you sell and buy okay so that those that's those set of like yeah and there are clients who say uh, if it is because of minor reasons here or there then we are fine with it okay but say suppose if maruti today uh, tomorrow got into a alcohol business then of course it's a big sell for them okay so but you would again be surprised since we follow this stringent process of selecting stocks which are on a consistent basis for last 12 quarters they are sharia compliant we have hardly seen any churn because of this parameter Over last four years since we have been running this portfolio, uh, we have seen only uh, three or four incidents of uh, stocks moving out of our portfolio. Okay, okay. So you are saying that uh, uh, you go back and speak to client and understand. Yes. Yeah. So suppose, as I told you, eighty percent of the clients have told us, "Nishad, please follow the Sharia scholars." Okay, twenty percent of the clients, I, they are all given us two kind of mandate. Either one, of course, if they go into a taboo. yeah uh business then of course it's a sell for them yeah but it is a minor tweak here or there 3% interest income ke jagah pe 3 and 4% ho gaya then they are fine that brings me to my second question so uh so what kind of investors i mean this uh, ethical fund is suitable for what kind of investors only the one who is looking at sharia compliance or or uh, for a wealth creation 
Yeah. So see, for of course the main objective uh, is that maybe it is one for uh, investor who's looking for a Sharia compliant portfolio, yeah, because that that is the main purpose of this portfolio. But as we have seen from the returns, yeah, the slides that wherein I showed you, yeah, so that way in fact uh, we have one investor, yeah, then we have six strategies. Go kya bolna hai? Nishit, kisme bhi dalo jisme paisa sabse jada ban raha hai. Okay, so this is actually for everyone yeah, who is looking for wealth creation. Yeah, this is uh, for everyone. Yeah, and in fact, one of the investors also pointed out. Yeah, because in see in this portfolio, we don't invest into Sharia uh, banking and finance stocks. Okay, hold that Nishit. Mera baki sab portfolio mein itne sab banking. I've invested into mutual funds. I've invested into couple of other PMSs. Around thirty to forty percent is in banking and finance. Okay. So, in fact, I uh, I like this strategy because you guys don't invest into banking and finance, yeah. And of course, returns are better, yeah. It is not only that you uh, you are compromising on one particular sector, but returns are also much better kind of a thing. Yeah, understood. So, which are the sector which comes under Sharia compliance, and which are the sector which doesn't come? Yeah. So, see, actually, as such, all the sectors, yeah, except for banking and finance, that taboo, yeah. Uh, the sectors like tobacco, defense. Uh, alcohol, pork, okay. These are the uh, things that uh, I think leather also because in some cases the leather is made out of the skin of the pork, okay, the pig. Yeah, so this uh, this particular companies or this particular sectors they don't come into uh, Sharia compliant kind of a strategy. Yeah. Otherwise, everything else is open kind of a thing. Yeah. We can invest into consumption stocks, pharma stocks, IT. IT is one of the major concerns as far as the index is also concerned. Yeah. Uh, almost close to around 30 to 30 to 40 percent of the index weight is because of IT. So, do you see this trend emerging now that a lot of uh, Indian Muslim clients are looking out for the Sharia compliance portfolio? Yeah. See, as I told you, Vikas, what yeah, they're a little bit wary about investing into stock markets. Yeah, historically, they have not been very big investors, not only in India but globally. But that trend is changing now. Yeah, as I told you, they can't invest into fixed deposits. Yeah, because that is an interest-bearing uh, instrument. Yeah, so most of the time, what they invest into is business. Yeah, or maybe uh, uh, the 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 funds are lying idle. And as I was telling you, in fact, according to Sharia concept, yeah, equity and that is what business is also about. Yeah, equity investments are the best investments. In fact, they promote. Yeah. And that is where we see a trend changing, yeah. In India, as well as second generation, third generation guys are coming in, yeah. And uh, the other thing that is also helping us ESG, yeah. A client who's looking for an ESG-based uh, investment approach, this also suits them, kind of a thing, yeah. So yeah, so uh, to answer your question, yeah, it is picking up, but of course we still have a we still uh, still haven't even scratched the surface, kind of a thing, yeah. Correct, correct. So, since you have your office in Dubai as well, yeah. so how, how has been the traction out there? Yeah. So, there also, of course, the, we, we do get a lot of uh, in, uh, inquiries. But the other thing also that we have seen what happens is the wealthier a client, lesser compliant is he is with his religion. Yeah. And it is not only to with respect to one religion, even with any other religion. Yeah. So when the other guy is the lesser compliant is with his religion, this is what, so maybe one, he might be interested in Sharia. Yeah. 
and then he'll say, I'm fine with any other strategy as far as I'm making money. Yeah? Because what happens, yeah, after a point of time, yeah, it becomes quite difficult for a wealthy guy who has investments across many uh, geographies and many other investment assets kind of thing to monitor it. Yeah? But of course, we have been seeing quite a good traction. Yeah? Uh, in the Middle East and especially here in India also, in the southern uh, region of India, we have been seeing a, quite a big traction. All right, so we'll open up uh, the forum for Q&A. So the first question is, what's your market, uh, how's your own markets? Sure, okay, great question. So yeah, so what, uh, of course, market has been very kind to all of us since last one and a half years. After the big fall that we saw in March 2020, we have seen almost one and a half percent, uh, 1.5 times rise in the markets. So what our call is from your own is, we are very, very confident that markets would do well over the next two to three years. And a lot of wealth would be created in this next three years. Yeah? But at the same time, we'll not get this one-way movement that we have seen in the last one and a half year. We'll find many ups and downs, volatility would rise. Yeah, And that is where now it is more important, more prudent to uh, stick with, with a good investment advisor or a good fund manager. Because over the last one and a half year, if you had picked up any stock, yeah, actually you did not need a fund manager in the last one and a half year. Yeah? In April, May, if you had picked up any stock that has done, in fact, you would have done much better than most of the fund managers, professional fund managers. Yeah? Let me accept that. Yeah, But this is where now I feel markets will get selective from your own. Yeah, it would be much more earnings driven, more of portfolio quality driven kind of thing. And that is where a lot of wealth would be created. Yeah. So if I feel that we are in a similar kind of a market, which we had seen from 2003 to 2008, yeah, the big phase that we have seen. If you go to back to that phase as well, because in 2003 to 2008, market had seen almost four times a uh, uh, correction of more than 20%. In fact, in 2006, we had seen a big meltdown of around close to 30, 35% and mid caps were kind of uh, had broken down right. important levels as well. So I, I see that kind of a volatility coming to the markets. Yeah, because right now what has happened, money making has also become very simple. Yeah, Most of the guys, yeah, see, I, I come from a Gujarati business community family. Yeah, All the guys, they keep on talking again about the markets. Yeah, Most of them have left aside their business. Yeah, and uh, So I feel that that little bit of joke is required as well. Yeah, And it would be healthy. In fact, it would be much healthy for the markets. But yeah. If you're into good stocks, you'll make a lot, lot of money. Yeah, I feel we are in middle of the somewhere in that cycle. If you ask me, that okay, 2003 to 2008, we are in maybe 2005 or something, and a lot of wealth would be created in the next three years. Certainly. So, uh, interesting question. Second question is, what currency do you accept for this Sharia fund? So, see, of course, this is an INR-based product. Yeah, it is based in. Uh, India, the PMS is based in India. So, but we can open NRI client accounts. Yeah, or maybe we can get funds of FPI clients. We open FPI clients account as well. And yeah, that is where we can accept any kind. So your money, maybe suppose it might be in USD or uh, the RAMs or anything, but once it comes into India, it will get converted into INRI. Yeah, next question is what type of accounts client can open? So let me just clarify here. It's basically your PMS where you are giving the power of attorney to the portfolio manager to invest on your behalf. So there we'll have to kind of set up the DMAT account where these stocks are held on, uh, going to be held on your name and we'll set up the saving account and then that's where the dividend will start coming in. That's how, is that correct, Nishit? 
Yeah. So for domestic clients, we open up a demand account. For NRI clients, we open up a NRI bank account, a demand account, and a trading account. So next question is, what are the interest charges for? How are interest charges incurred? See, uh, of course, there is no interest charge out here. There is a fee, of course. Yeah. So for, of course, for fees, the, the, they can get in touch with you. Yeah. For uh, to know the exact fee structure, but there's no interest charge. Yeah. So what, of course, what happens as I was telling you at the start, there's something called as interest poaching. Okay. Now, say suppose when the client is giving us the money. Okay. The money is lying in the bank account for some time. So it is making some kind of an interest. Yeah. Or maybe when we are investing into companies, yeah, those companies might be uh, making some interest income less than 3%. Okay. So all this, what if it's a very strict Muslim, okay, uh, what he'll do, he'll have to calculate what. What is suppose if he gave us one crore, then out of this entire uh, thing, the interest income was close to around five thousand five and a half thousand rupees. So he'll have to go and donate that. Okay, so we don't do that. Yeah? So that interest purging, we don't do that. If that is the question, I don't know. So what we are trying to do here is we are investing into Sharia compliance stocks. Okay, so that is where we are stopping. Otherwise, it's a never-ending process. Kind of. Yeah, and those interest uh, interest are incurred by. Uh, accrued by those companies uh, yeah. and they are just investing in the stock. So the appreciation yeah. of the stock is nothing but your gross profits. Yeah. Yeah. It's a capital gain for you. Yeah. Another question is what are the growth plans of Philip Capitals in India? Oh, okay. So of course, uh, we, are, we are quite gung-ho about India. We have been, we have an office in India since many years. Yeah. And uh, like many, uh, yeah, we don't, We'd also like to grow, but as I was telling you, the the entire thought process of Philip Capital India is that we want to be a high touch. Yeah. Uh, well, if it even if it is a broking business or it's a PMS business or a wealth management, we always want to be the high touch. Yeah. So we are we are not much. That's why we, we are not into scale. So what what our thought process is? We want to do business with limited number of partners and investors, but we want to manage the higher volume share. And the main thing is we want to grow along with them. Yeah. So that is what. Yeah. So it is not that our client our client guy. That is not what our process. Correct. So I think uh, uh, if there are no more questions, then we'll kind of conclude the session. I would like to take this opportunity to thank uh, Nishit for taking the time out uh, from his busy schedule and joining the call and answering all the questions so patiently. Sure. So thank you so much, Nishit. And uh, thanks, everyone. Uh, thanks. In- thanks a lot, Vikas. Of course, one disclosure because yeah, before going here, yeah, there's no assurance guarantee of any income. Of course, if I have spoken anything about on religious sentiment, please there was no intent on any particular thing yeah guys please do consult your investment advisor before investing into stock markets all right okay thank you thanks Thanks. Thanks a lot vikas thanks 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 pleasure talking to you